What's up, sports fans? This is your boy Antoine Smith Smith. Coming at you with another episode, episode 14. The football wrap up show. Man, it was a crazy weekend in college football and the NFL. And that's what I'm going to get my insight on. I ain't going to take up too much of y'all time today. But what I will do, give y'all, give y'all my true feelings about, you know, what's going on in the football world. Everybody know me, know I'm a football guy. And uh, I keep it real. But um, before I get started, I just want, like I always do before I start my show, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. You know, because without no listening, there would be no me. So uh, we're going to get it going first with college football. And it, was a, it wasn't much shakeup this week. But uh, as we get closer to the bowl season, seems like, you know, everything's shaping out like we thought it would. But um, at the same time, there are some teams that are falling. And we will see, you know, who can keep up. This top four hasn't changed, you know, at all. The top ten will go like this. And, um, Top 10 will be at number one, still Alabama. Number two is still Clemson. Three is still Notre Dame. Four is still Michigan. And how big was that game at the beginning of the season for Michigan against Notre Dame? That game has came, came back to bite Michigan. Michigan will probably be in the top, you know, probably top two if they had won that game. But uh, who knows what Notre Dame will be. And I'm not being funny. Number five is Georgia. UGA took care of armor last week. Uh, but the rest of their schedule is a bit of a kickwalk. So the only way that they move up into the playoff is one of those teams above them loses. And at this point in the season, I don't see, you know, he's one of those teams. Really. So they lost to... Um, <clears throat> That lost to by UGA, you know, it looms big right now uh, to LSU and Death Valley. Number six is Oklahoma. Number seven is West Virginia. Will Greer is playing like out in West Virginia. Uh, don't be surprised if he's in the Heisman conversation at the end of the season. Number eight is Washington State. Number nine is Ohio State. Creeping back up in the top ten is LSU. And that's mainly because of those three wins against top 25 teams. I'm oh, sorry, top 10 teams. Uh, other uh, notables in the top 25 is UCF at 11. It's sad they still haven't broke the top 10 after winning 19, 19 straight. Uh, Texas is number 13. They're moving back up. Penn State is 16. Boston College is 22. And Mississippi State rounds out the top 25 at number 25. Well, those are my thoughts on college football. And um, it's still, you know, one team that surprised me before I go to break, um, Washington State. Mike Leach doesn't get enough credit for what he does at that school. He's turned that program around, and this year he hasn't playing, you know, like they've been capable of playing the last couple of years if they didn't have the problem at quarterback. But he finally found his quarterback, and that offensive lights out. So, whoever plays Washington State in the bowl, just be J. 
just be on the lookout because y'all gonna have to run up the score. I'm just saying. But those are my thoughts on the top 10 out of the top 25. When I get back, I'm gonna give y'all my thoughts on NFL Sunday's games and a couple of headlines. And I'll be right back. personal opinion about that kid if that arm of Patrick Mahomes gets to where it's supposed to be with Tyreek Hill's speed those two can set records I'm just saying a speed, speed on legs and a cannon of an arms it's a bad mix for a defense I'm just saying uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and Carolina Panthers Steelers won that one easily 52-21 Ben Roethlisberger, 528 yards, five touchdowns. Man, what a performance that was. Five touchdowns. Yep, it seemed like the Steelers are back, so for everybody that wrote them off, <clears throat> I hate it for you because they're here to stay. I'm just saying. My next game going to be Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. Before I get to this game, the Jets released Nathan Perryman. I'm sorry. Nathan, uh, see, I don't even know his name. Peterman, that's right. Nathan Peterman. And uh, I don't know what they were thinking about letting him hold on this long, but uh, I hope you resurrect your career on someone that can help you develop your game or go on to the CFL. Because uh, evidently you had talent to get drafted out of the inner, to the NFL. So, you know, good luck, young man, on your future endeavors. Uh, but the Bills won this game 41-10. LaShawn McCoy is my player for this game. Uh, 113 yards, two touchdowns. And before I go on, I also have to say, Todd Bowles, that seat is getting a little bit warmer. I hate to say it. You know, I was always in your corner. But the Jets are going backwards, and uh, Sam Donald didn't even play in this game. So, things are looking, you know, a little bit rough for all tie balls right now. But, let's go to the next game. Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts. Colts win this game 29-26. Eric Ebron, tight end, former first-round pick. Yes, he 
he's finally evolving into the tight end that we all thought he could be. Three catches, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a rushing touchdown. So, while you fans in love with that deal, yeah, I better start looking for Eric Ebron because he looks like he's becoming one of Andrew Luck's favorite targets. Lions and Bears. Bears take this with 34-22. My player of the game, Mitch Trubisky, 355 yards, three touchdowns. And he also had a rushing touchdown also. That kid uh, did not see why the Bears moved up to number two to take him. Uh, he's getting a little bit more, more accustomed to his weapons. So, NFL, look out. Saints 51, Bengals 14. My player of the game for that game, Mark Ingram, 162 total yards and a touchdown. And for y'all that didn't see the game, both of those Saints running back would be problems for teams in the playoffs. I'm just saying. And I would hate for them to be in Atlanta in the Super Bowl. My boy said he would move out of town. I wouldn't go that far. But I will tell you, it will be rough. Um, Patriots and Titans. Titans sneak up on the Patriots, beat them 34-10. Corey Davis, seven catches, 125 yards, one touchdown. If that kid can stay healthy and uh, Marcus Mariota can get him the football, that would be one nice combo. Uh, Falcons and Browns. Heartbreaking for me, but it is what it is. Browns take it 28-16. Former UGA running back, Nick Chubb, 209 total yards and three total touchdowns. Now you know why they traded Carlos Hyde. They had Nick Chubb waiting, and they were just trying to give him time. So NFL, look out. Next game, Chargers and the Raiders. Chargers take this one 20 to 6. Melvin Gordon, one of my players this game, 165 yards and a touchdown. Well, he's becoming one of the better dual threat backs in the league, also. Seahawks and Rams, one of the better games of the day. The Rams take this one 36 31. Jerry Goff, 318 yards and two touchdowns. My boy Ty Gurley also had 160 yards and a touchdown. So, the only thing that will slow the Rams team down is the Rams. If they execute, it'll be a long, long season for other defenses. Dolphins and Packers. Packers take this with 31-12. Aaron Jones, 145 yards and two touchdowns. Now, it's a very much of a relief for Aaron Rodgers to get a running game. Now, if they can get that defense together, we might be working with something. Sunday night game. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys took it 27-20. That defense played pretty good. Ezekiel Elliott, 151 yards. And a rushing touchdown. He also had six catches for 36 yards. Monday night game. 27-23 Giants. Eli Manning. He looked like the Eli Manning old on that last drive, but uh, still a long way to go for the Giants. My player of that game is Odell Beckham Jr. And if y'all ever caught that video of Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Marquise Goodwin's uh, sister, y'all should go on YouTube and check that out. But those are my scores from week 10. And, um, 
gonna go to a quick break. But when we come back, we're gonna talk about New Orleans Saints. Be right back. Looking for delicious homemade sweet potato pie and desserts? Then welcome to the Baker's Oven. Here we make sweet potato pie just like grandma used to make. Under the direction of Mr. Kevin Baker, we use fresh sweet potatoes from Mississippi. Our decadent recipes call for the finest spices, and every pie is made with love, hand whipped from scratch. Always fresh and never frozen, you can enjoy our original sweet potato pie, or you can enjoy it with pecans, peaches, crushed pineapples, and coconut, walnut, starting at just $12. Give us a call today at 678-431-6038. Looking for delicious home. Uh, yeah, that's my boy Kevin Baker. Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Hey, y'all check him out, man. He's trying to do, you know, do his thing, man. I'm trying to, you know, support him any way I can. And, uh, you know, I hope him with success, you know, in his endeavors. Uh, like I said, it's the Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Uh, straight out of Covington, Georgia, Mr. Kevin Baker. And also, man, if y'all got time, you know, weeknights from set from uh nine to eleven, check out the show Kicking It with Kev the Comet, man. You know, it's real talk, man. Straight uncut, raw uncut. So, y'all check my boy out, man. So he trying to do his thing. If he ain't telling jokes, he baking pies. And uh, hey. I'm going to try to support him any way I can. But, y'all keep listening to the music, and we'll be right back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Don't get into a little bit of NFL news before we get out of here. But, if y'all heard the Baker's Oven commercial, uh, during the break, uh, that's my boy Kevin Baker, straight out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, if you have the holiday, you know, gatherings or holiday parties that you attend, uh, give my boy a look up on uh, Sweet Baker's Oven Sweet Potato Pies. On, you can look at my boy Facebook. Uh, it has its number and its location. So get those ordered in as quick as you can because uh, it's first come, first serve. But let's get to this NFL news before we get out of here. Uh, Hugh Jackson uh, was released uh, by the Cleveland Browns last week. This week, he was hired as an assistant to Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. So he popped right back up on his feet. This coming after the Bengals fired defensive coordinator Terry Austin, uh, who I think uh, would be a viable head coaching candidate. Now, with his release from the Bengals, that might make his, you know, way to being a coach a little bit tougher. But I still think down the road he will get his first job eventually. Uh, New Orleans Saints signed Brandon Marshall, a wide receiver. Shortly uh, after they put Dez Bryant on season in the IR with a torn Achilles. And uh, after signing Dez Bryant... No, I'm sorry. Before signing Dez Bryant, both of these wide receivers came in for a workout, you know, for the Saints. Dez made the cut, but he got injured by tearing his Achilles. 
So now if Brandon Marshall signs a one-year deal with the Saints, uh, the Saints need wide receiver help because uh, after Michael Thomas, the next leading receiver is uh, Alvin Kamara, who's a running back. So that definitely number two wide receiver definitely, you know, will make ways for the Saints offense. And before I get out of here, I want to speak on this Le'Veon Bell thing right quick. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Tuesday deadline uh, for him to be activated to the roster is right around the corner. And if he does not sign that deal uh, or become, I'm sorry, become part of the active roster, uh, 53-man roster, uh, he will be eligible to play the rest of the season which means he will likely miss the whole 2018 season. Now, I don't have a problem with people wanting their money. But what I've noticed is a lot of NFL players these days, uh, they take out insurance on themselves in case of an injury, uh, you know, to ensure that they have a little cash flow coming in. You know, if they get injured and then eventually get cut by a team. Now, once I learned that part of the deal, I kind of felt like uh, Le'Veon Bell was being kind of selfish. Uh, he wasn't thinking about his teammates. Uh, he wasn't thinking about the organization that pays him. So, yes, I flipped my script on how I looked at it at first because uh, if you can take insurance out and, you know, still get paid on top of what the Pittsburgh Steelers are paying you, it's kind of selfish. I understand you want it, you know, a long-term deal and security for the future, but you would have got that next year no matter what you went. So that's why I changed my, you know, outlook on the whole thing. Now I hate the way it ended because, um, you know, he had quite a career in Pittsburgh. You know, with over 5,000 yards rushing, 2,000 yards receiving. So hey, wherever he goes next year, whatever team signs him. If he doesn't retire, he's going to get one hell of a running back. So, uh, Le'Veon Bell, this might serve as consequences going forward because, uh, you know, guys in other locker rooms are just going to look at you and be like, hey, I remember what he did in Pittsburgh. I don't want him as a teammate. But others, you know, forgive and forget. But life goes on. But before I get out of here, I got it. I'll let y'all know where to find me at on social media. Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at FatboySlim underscore 21. Instagram, A-N, the number 2-W-O-N. Uh, Pinterest, you can find me at uh, Smitty Sports Machine. And I just fired up YouTube page, Smitty Sports Machine. So as you can see, I'm all over the place. Even on Facebook, that's Smitty Sports Machine. So, hey, I'm trying to crank this thing up. Please give me a follow on all of those websites. And thank y'all for tuning in. This your boy, Antoine Smith-Smith. Signing off. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace.